attention up to the southeast corner of the arena, where number eight and number 24 will hang forever as we honor one of our Lakers greats, Kobe Bryant. What's going on, everybody? I just want to let you know that this episode is going to be a little bit different, as you probably noticed from the intro. It's actually going to be a tribute to one of my idols, somebody I looked up to as a kid, somebody that I grew up with. Uh, I just grew up watching him from when he was a teenager all the way to when he retired and beyond. Uh, so this touched me a little bit different. So I just decided that it was only right for me to make a tribute to him um, on my platform. Uh, it may be a little emotional. Uh, don't worry about how I sound because it's just it touched me in such a way that it's hard for me not to be emotional when I talk or think about it. Uh, I, the first day it happened, the first day I found out about it, I didn't eat that whole day. I didn't have an appetite. The next day, same thing. Didn't eat, didn't sleep. It was just real tough to swallow. It was just real tough for me to understand it. I still don't believe it. It's a couple days after and it's, it still hasn't sunk in for me. And I want to say rest in peace to all victims of the unfortunate, horrific helicopter crash. A sinister threat to all the families and victims involved. I don't want people to start with those conspiracy theories and allow these people to rest and give their families peace and space in this time and just send nothing but love and support. Uh, they don't need to hear about all the stories that people come up with and why things happen and all that stuff. Just let them be right now because this is such a hard time because it happened in such a horrific and instant way. This is not something you think about when you think about Kobe, he's somebody that you vision envision that wouldn't be here. Like you just can't picture life without him. It's just weird. So it's just I just like to tell everybody, just give everybody space and allow them to breathe and don't do all the video sharing of, of things that are going to allow them to relive that moment. I want to jump into some of his regular season stats. Uh, he had 11,719 field goals uh, for 33,643 points. Uh, I didn't include the three-point field goals. I just put the uh, regulars, but he grabbed 7,047 boards and dished out 6,306 assists. And this is not including his playoff stats at all. He was a five-time NBA champion, 18-time All-Star, four-time All-Star MVP, two-time Finals MVP, and he had one regular season MVP as well. He stayed with the Lakers. He stayed with the Lakers all 20 seasons and overcame multiple injuries when people counted him out. All those times when he when he hurt his Achilles and he just had those injuries where people thought they was uh, um, career ending. And he stuck through and he came through and he showed you that he can perform and deliver time and time again, along with being a husband, a father, businessman, a mentor and inspiration to millions of people. He had a huge fan base and people loved him. Kobe was one of those dudes where he's like, 
people got nothing bad to say about him. You see him, he come in, he play his game, then he go right back to his family. He go handle his business. You don't hear about him in the streets. You don't hear about him in the blogs. He was just that guy that that a lot of people looked up to and respected no matter what. No matter the rivalries on the court, anybody that had a rivalry with him on the court, it just stayed there. After that, you had no choice but to respect the man for what he stood for and what he really represented. I looked at Kobe like that cool uncle that's not too much older than you that you looked up to and just it was just cool and just cool all the way around. You want to be like him if he dressed a certain way you want to dress like him. That's how I looked at him because I, I've know I've noticed him since I was a probably elementary school. I remember him coming to the form and all that good stuff. I remember him coming out of high school. It's just so many different memories that are just coming back and I'm just reliving those moments because those moments are special to me. He's somebody that you couldn't imagine anything happening to. It's, he stayed out of media. He just did everything that he was supposed to do. He focused on basketball and his endeavors and his family and his now his life after basketball. He was really getting into being a coach, being a father, and just really looking like he's living out his purpose and finding his way through life after basketball. Like, how am I going to navigate? How am I going to be this new person? How am I going to evolve? And and make my life worth uh, not even worth living but worth um have some type of purpose now after basketball and i watched kobe his whole career uh, like i said watched him i remember him getting drafted i remember going to see him play a few times um i remember going to inglewood at the form and then moving on to the staples center i think that was around like 98 99 somewhere around there it was somewhere in the late 90s early 2000s when they first moved to the staples center but i remember being in in the inglewood form and i would stand out there and wait for the cars to come in before the game or even wait for them after the game and then some of the uh, players pull over and give autographs take pictures and all that stuff i remember seeing shag Derek fisher eddie jones all these types all these lakers players and the people that were around during that time everybody was just so cool and they were like yeah man we love our fans we love the la fans and it was, just, it was just a certain energy that you had being at the games. And it was just it just felt real good because you felt like you really had a connection with the players. I saw his growth from being a bench player behind Eddie Jones and him growing every season, like season after season. Them, him getting his opportunity. I don't know if it was an injury or I don't know what happened, but he had his opportunity to step up and he performed. He let you know that All right, I'm here to stay. I'm here. This is this is what I'm here to do. And I'm going to be a forced to be reckoned with and I played basketball my whole life personally so I make my, I make my game after him uh, not just him but Tracy McGrady and Michael Jordan as well but Kobe was my favorite because I seen him in action and he was like the hometown hero like Kobe like he that dude like seeing just seeing his growth it was just crazy just like right in my face and I felt like he was like like I said I just felt like he was like that older family member that I looked up to that I want to be like seeing him go through all those obstacles in his career and still be a fierce competitor made me want to be the same way in not just basketball but in life I just see like his like you see the look on his face like yeah like you like that like I just it just gave me a rush because I knew that he was out there and he was giving it his all and he was gonna let you know that he, why he was the best even before his passing I look at his games and get inspired by seeing him be that guy on the court, just being that guy, just giving that energy on the court. It's like he's an assassin. Like you go out there and he going to shoot your lights out. He going to 
take you off the dribble. He gonna post you up. He gonna do. He gonna throw some dimes out there. He gonna grab some boards. He'll dunk on your tallest dude. All that stuff. He'll do it all. It was like no flaws that he had on the court. And I just saw that, and I was like, man, I I admired that. That was something I really admired. And I remember getting his high school jersey for my birthday, and I don't know what I don't know how old I was. I want to say I was maybe in the ninth or tenth grade, somewhere around there, maybe eighth grade. I don't know, but. I got his jersey, his high school jersey, uh, Lord Marion, number 33. It was a maroon and white color. And I had actually traded it for uh, for some things to sell because I think I talked about it on the intro when I talked about myself on the Who Was Dorian Jones episode. When I used to hustle, I used to find anything to sell. So I used to sell um, a lot of different things. And some of the things that I sold, I actually traded my jersey to get some of those things just because I, you know, I can go and make some quick money. I can go make a lot of money off of these things, but uh, I'm not going to get into that. But that's just a memory that I had. And I remember getting his shoes a size too big because I wanted them so bad and I couldn't uh, fit them and they didn't have my size. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just take these. I'm going to grow into them. I'm going to grow into them. I, it was all flipping and flopping. Man, it was just like a funny memory I had. I think it was the Harachis. I want to say it was the white, blue and red Harachis that he had released. And I wanted them so bad, dude. I just had to have them. So I got them, but the size too big. And remembering all those acrobatic shots that he do, all those uh, those buzzer beaters, all the times he do all those nice uh, nice pass to his teammate, kicked it out to Derek Fisher or, uh, or Robert Ory to go ahead and hit the game winners and stuff. Those are just moments that you that you just can't get back. Those are moments that you'll just remember your whole life. And the times where he just go on scoring runs when, you know, the game is they putting the Lakers down. And he like, nah, we're not out yet because I still got some fuel in me. And he just come out and he's just performing and people just being in awe. Even the players that were around him, they think they can't even think of a way to stop him. Like, OK, double team, triple team, just it's not going to work. Don't worry about that. And that 81 point game, I will not remember that because it was a day before my birthday in 2006. It was on uh, January 22nd at the Staples Center against the Raptors. And he was just, you just couldn't stop him. He, it seemed like everything fell for him, dude. It was, it was just a great night and fans were just like, we never seen this before. Last time I ever seen something like that was Will Chamberlain. I don't know if, if anybody was even alive that was in that building that saw that Will Chamberlain one, but maybe next close thing to that would maybe be, I want to say Jordan maybe scoring 61 or 63. I don't know if that was at Madison Square Garden or whatnot, but that was the closest thing to it was seeing Michael Jordan uh, go on a scoring run like that. But it wasn't as prolific as the one that Kobe Bryant had that night. He showed us dedication and hard work and how to be relentless, how to be like just taking no, never taking no for an answer. He showed us that he showed us that if you work hard, you really put your head down and really put your focus on something, then you can achieve it. You can do you can be the greatest at whatever you choose to be the greatest at. But you really have to work hard. It's not going to come to you easy. You're going to have to go out there all those nights you tire, you beat up. You're going to have to go out there and give it your all. You're going to have to go out there and push yourself to the limit. So that's what really that's one thing that I really took from his work ethic and his determination and discipline to be the best. It just can't be matched. Um, I've never seen anybody work that hard from the outside looking in, just seeing anybody that worked that hard, getting up, being there um, two, three hours before everybody else, staying after the games, all that stuff. It was just something that can't be matched. And this is just me as a fan. And I can't even compare it to his 
his teammates that saw this firsthand and they may be able to say the same things. They may say the same things in their interviews about him. But these are just things that I observed as a fan from afar. Man, it really hurt me hearing about people selling his merchandise, trying to capitalize off this tragic moment. Man, it make me think that the world is sick, dude. Like, let this man rest. Don't capitalize off of this, off of this bad time, off of this man being, being dead at the moment or just passing away. Don't, don't try to capitalize on it. Like, oh, I got these shoes. I'm gonna go ahead and sell them for two thousand dollars. Like, dude, that's, that's not cool, man. Don't, don't do that. I hope this world sees something different. I hope people understand that, that not everything is meant for you to capitalize off of or for you to be recognized. And there will never be another one again in life man just holding my tears back right now man but i just want to say rest well and you'll never be forgotten man all right and i appreciate you for everything that you did and taught us and pretty sure everybody else do and i want to send more strengths and prayers out to your family and all the victims that were on a helicopter as well and i want to send something out to everybody listening just Hold your loved one close and tell people you love them and cherish every moment. Uh, you don't get the time back and you never know when it's your time. You never know when your expiration date is here. So just enjoy every moment. And um, I'll see y'all next week. Man! You know, it's, uh, I can't believe how fast 20 years went by. I mean, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. And, uh, you know, to be standing here at center court with you guys, my teammates behind me, and uh, appreciating all this, you know, the journey that we've been on. You know, we've been through our ups and been through our downs. And uh, I think the most important part is that we all stayed together throughout. <laughs> this, has been, this has been absolutely beautiful, you guys. I can't believe it's come to an end. Um, you guys will always be in my heart. And uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. No words can describe how I feel about you guys. And uh, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, God, I love you guys. And uh, I love you guys. And uh, my family, to my family, my wife Vanessa, my daughters Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training. Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have. I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And, uh, what can I say? Mamba out. Mamba out.